Max's Monday Morning Market Mania has returned. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Maxwell Kosmolski, and this is the New School Project. Every Monday morning, we release Max's Monday Morning Market Mania, where I talk about finances, I talk about investing, economics, how we can uh, intertwine them into our financial lives. And this is always with the goal of inspiring you guys to take control of your financial future, develop a plan, and create prosperity because nobody is going to be there to save us when we don't have anything. Uh, every Wednesday morning, we do a full length, so tune into that. And every Thursday evening, we do live stream gaming. So if you guys like that, be sure to tune in. And if you like the show, be sure to share it. Give me comments, uh, pointers. Tell me what you want to hear next. Last week, I talked about my five favorite investments of the 2020s and where I'm personally putting my money for the remainder of the decade and what I think will be most profitable. So if that's of interest to you, tune into last week's episode. But this week's episode is the five biggest lessons I have learned from investing. And you could probably get these similar lessons from a lot of other people in finance. I have accumulated some of these lessons just through my research, listening to different financial analysts, uh, economists, credit analysts, uh, economic historians, etc. So this is not only from my own experience, but from the knowledge I have acquired over my career. I've been investing since about 2013, 2014. I really stepped up my game in 2020, and I started following all of the different markets, and I got particularly interested in economics because everything that happens in the finance industry, it happens because of what is going on economically. If the economy is in shambles, you usually see the stock market going down, crypto going down, metals going down, whatever. Uh, so they, they are intertwined, and it's good to know about both of them. So I've learned these lessons. I have lost a lot of money investing, tens of thousands of dollars, and it really sucks. And I don't want you guys to be an idiot like I was. So I'm giving you these five lessons. And lesson number one, do not operate on emotions. There is absolutely zero room for emotions when it comes to investing. You do not want to be operating on emotions because this is what will happen. If you go into an investment, say you're buying stock, ABC stock at 100 bucks, you need to go in there with a plan. You need to know what, you're, what, what do you value the stock at? What, maybe it's trading at 100 bucks, but you think it's worth 120. Maybe your plan is to exit at 120, and if it doesn't go in the right direction, you might want to exit at 90 or 85. If you go in without a plan, then your emotions will be the dictator of what happens. Greed and fear. Greed, you see you bought stock at 100 bucks, and it's at 120 bucks. And it is perfectly normal for us to be greedy and try to hold out for larger gains. Maybe you mentally thought you wanted to sell at 120 bucks because that's what you feel the stock is worth. Your emotions, they'll tell you to hold out for 130. Hold out for 140. Why have five grand when you could have six grand? Why have 400 bucks when you could potentially have 500 bucks? This has bit me in the ass so many times. You guys don't even want to hear the stories. I've seen, I've had incredible gains in whether it's stocks or the biggest gains have been in crypto uh, in terms of uh, percentage-wise. And I've turned a small amount of money into a lot of, a lot of money. And I have, 
I've been there and I've been greedy and I've wanted more money. Why, why sell right now when it's at 8,500? I wanna hold out for 10 grand. Well, that shit's worth a thousand bucks now because I was greedy and I tried to hold out for more money. So you guys need to have a plan. And fear, fear is just as bad. When the market is going down, it seems, it, it is a bloodbath and it seems like it'll never stop. So if you're extra fearful, you will easily deviate from your plan. Maybe you're dollar cost averaging into these stocks with the intent to hold for a long time, but you're fearful, you think it's going to zero because everything in the market is going to shit, your stock is down 40%, you think it's never gonna stop. You think it's gonna go down another 40% or 100% and then you get fearful and you sell out. I have seen that happen to so many people and it is, it's, it's terrible. I, I've seen people uh, in, in 2008 when all the markets were being completely destroyed, people thought that it was never gonna end. They thought it was just gonna keep going down until zero. So even though they were way ahead in 2006, 2007, and then they didn't sell, and then they see their stocks declining in value, they think it's never gonna go down. So they sold out. I know people that have done this, and a year later, the stocks were breaking new highs. You do not wanna be in that scenario, so it is incredibly crucial for you to have a plan. And this brings me to my next point. Number two, my second biggest lesson that I've learned in investing, buy when others are selling and sell when others are buying. This directly contradicts th this story that I told of the person I know who developed a very large 401k, a lot of money saved up and they chose to sell when the market was at a bottom because they thought it would never stop going down and they sold and it went back up and they bought back in after it went up. So in that scenario, it would have been much more appealing to just ride it out, dollar cost average, buy the dip. Sometimes that's all you can do, but sometimes you need to know when to get out. Like they say in Texas, hold them, know when to hold them, know when to fold them and know when to walk away. Sometimes you have to take losses, sometimes you have to take profits, and sometimes you need to take a break and move to cash or something. So I say this, buy when others are selling and sell when others are buying, because historically, when it's a bloodbath in the market, when everything is just going to shit, that the people who are buying then, they make the biggest gains. Obviously the person who buys at the bottom makes the biggest gains, so we wanna to try to emulate that, but we cannot time the market. So with that being said, you wanna go shopping when others are panic selling and when everybody is in a euphoric stage like we saw in uh, late 2020 and uh, the first half of 2021, maybe all of 2021, stocks peaked around November, give or take. You wanna be selling into that rally. When everything is going up, that's not the time to buy. Your, now greed will tell you, your emotions will tell you that it seems like it's the time to buy. All your buddies are making all this money, so you, you wanna get in on that too, I don't blame you. But you should be selling once you've gotten those huge gains and once everything is just in a euphoric state and everybody thinks it's going to the moon, that's when you sell to those people. You sell to those greedy people that are trying to buy and trying to just ride the wave all the way to the moon. You gotta be the one to sell to them and when they're panic selling at the bottom because they're fearful and they don't wanna lose everything, 
you're going to be the one that buys it from them. So lesson number three, diversify. Easy, no brainer. You've heard the, you've heard the saying, do not put all your eggs in one basket. It's, it is honestly the golden rule. And there's a common misconception. You know, some people will say they're, oh, I'm, I'm incredibly diversified. I have like 40 different stocks. Uh, you have one asset category, stocks. I'm not talking about diversifying amongst stocks, which you should do. You, you don't wanna just own you know, one stock, but I'm talking about diversifying over multiple assets, multiple different asset categories. And even location-wise, maybe you see that trouble is brewing in the United States and you think there might be a, some kind of collapse or a deflationary bust. You might wanna park your money in some emerging markets or some foreign countries. You might wanna be investing in, uh, I don't know, I, actually everything is kinda going to crap right now. I don't, I don't know exactly where I'd wanna be investing, but maybe you'll be wanting to invest in companies in Uruguay, in Brazil, Argentina, Venezuela, China, Russia, whatever. That is a strategy to diversify further. You can own stocks, that's an asset class. Bonds are an asset class. Real estate is an asset class. You could own precious metals. You could own crypto. You could even own fine art. You could own collectibles. Uh, the, these, are, these are great ways to mitigate losses and also uh, spread opportunity. Because if you have all your money in stocks and then precious metals go to the moon, or crypto goes to the moon, you're gonna be sitting on the sidelines wishing that you had diversified. So pick the asset categories that you believe in, do your research, and make sure your eggs are not all in one basket. You wanna spread that opportunity, you wanna be able to collect on these gains in this asset class, these gains in this other asset class, and then if you have your assets amongst a, a broad diversified portfolio, when everything is uh, going to shit, yeah, you, you will probably lose like pretty much everything in the last year has gone down in value, but the person who is diversified, those losses are at least spread out into smaller subcategories where it might not have been that bad. If you held stocks, you might be down 40%, but because you had some money in gold, you're only down six or 7%. Because you held your money in cash, you're even, not factoring in inflation. So there is great value in diversifying. And along with the location aspect, I also wanna throw, throw this out. Along with investing in emerging markets and whatnot, I like to also spread my assets in different locations. For example, like if, if you hold like, you know, a whole bunch of gold in your house, say you got $100,000 worth of gold in your basement, that, that is a risk. Somebody could come break in, we've heard of that, I know a guy who got $200,000 stolen out of his safe because they broke into his house. They took all his gold and silver. But if you spread that out, then your risk becomes much smaller. Maybe you'll have some in a safety deposit box in a bank. Uh, maybe you'll have some buried in the dirt. Maybe you'll have some at your grandma's house or a trusted friend's house. These are just examples of diversification. And diversification will really come in handy, especially in a depression, because in a depression, everybody loses, but the person who wins is the person who loses the least. 
Lesson number four, actually do your research. I'll repeat that. Actually do your research. Listening to some motherfucker on TikTok telling you that this crypto is going to the moon, that ain't research. Even listening to me talk about all this stuff, that ain't research. You need to go in and you need to deep dive these companies that you're investing in. You need to know what their cash balance is. You need to know what their debt obligations are. You need to know what their balance sheet looks like. You need to know what their net profits are, their gross profits. Uh, what are their tax liabilities? How's the management? Does the management have a good track record? Are they operating it very well? You need to know all of these things. And I gotta give credit to Rick Rule. He's, he's my favorite investor of all time. He's exponentially smarter than me. If you guys really wanna learn and get these uh, deep insights, listen to Rick Rule. And he, he says that for every stock that you own, you need to be willing to put in one hour of research into that stock every month. So if you have 40 stocks in your portfolio, you might be, you might be holding too many stocks. Are you doing that research every single month for each of those stocks? Because things change in a company. I mean, if you're investing in a gold miner and they have, they have these incredible drill results and they're like, oh yeah, this, this company is golden. I'm just gonna put money in there and forget about it. You need to continue on with that research because you might find out that the manager is being investigated by the SEC or something or the IRS, and then that could change everything. So you need to continually invest in, or continually research what you're investing in. You need to know the ins and the outs. This is your hard-earned money that you put in the time and effort to earn. This, this, this isn't meant to be gambling. Now, yes, we can speculate in these markets, but we do not want to gamble. So you need to do your research. Uh, if you're unwilling to do this research, that is completely okay. If you're unwilling to do a deep dive in finance, that's completely okay. In your scenario, it might be in your best interest, interest to hire a registered independent advisor, or it might be in your best interest to park your money in an index fund or an ETF. Instead of going in and researching all these different, say for example, uranium miners, you know, you got energy fuels, you got UR Energy, Uranium Energy Corp, Cameco, uh, Centris Energy, Deep Yellow, all these companies. Are you gonna research all of them? If you're not willing to, you might be able to just get exposure to all of those companies by buying an ETF, URNM. That's, that's a good example for what I'm saying. So if you don't wanna do the research, maybe it makes more sense to buy an ETF or an index fund. And it is completely okay that you don't wanna do your research on this because a lot of people don't find this interesting. In fact, I started this podcast, uh, not the New School Project, but Max's Morning Market Mania, because I obsessively talk about finance and economics and investing. I talk so much that there aren't really any ears around me that'll listen to the amount of talking that I'll do. But this nifty little microphone, it will listen to me all day long. So I put this out for fun. I enjoy doing this. This is a way for me to spread the knowledge that I have learned, and I can talk as long as I want into this microphone, and I fucking love it. That brings me to lesson number five. Time in the market is exponentially better than timing the market. Time in the market versus timing the market. Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, uh, all of these brilliant investors 
they are so smart that they know that they cannot time the market. These people have a wealth of knowledge that we simply do not possess. They've been doing this shit for 40 years and they've been doing it successfully. And they're smart enough to acknowledge what they do not know. And what they do not know is how to time the market. It is a fugazi. You never know what's gonna happen. Uh, most of the trades in the stock market, they're run by algorithms. They're run by bots. It, a lot of it is news driven. It depends on what Jerome Powell is gonna say. You can't predict what Jerome Powell is gonna say. You can't predict what is happening in Europe today that is gonna impact the bond market, which will impact all of the markets in the US. It is damn near impossible to time the market. And if you manage to do it once, which I've done it a few times, uh, credit that to coincidence. It's not you being a genius. Maybe, hey, maybe you are a genius and maybe you can time the market. And if you can time the market, then go ahead and time it. But the simple truth is all these brilliant investors, they're not able to do it. And I'm uh, honest enough with myself to acknowledge that I'm unable to do it. So you gotta just focus on time in the market. The S&P 500, historically it has averaged eight to 10% in compounded annual gains. You can take advantage of that. And if you're in the market for 40 years, I mean, you, you reaped those rewards and you don't have to worry about timing the market. The guy who was sitting on the sidelines waiting for this monster crash, they, they might've been sitting there for the last two years waiting for some crash that never came. So develop a long-term horizon, a long-term plan, and focus on the time in the market. Don't worry about timing the market because it's damn near impossible. And if you do manage to do it, there's a good chance that it's just luck. So with that being said, guys, those are my five lessons that I've learned from investing. I've lost a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. Well, not a lot. I mean, I, I have not seen a... $200,000 net worth yet in my days. So you could listen to billionaires give you advice. I'm really just doing this for fun, but I've lost tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes even in a day. And it sucks. I don't want you guys to experience this shit. So if you take these lessons and deep dive them further and truly understand them and incorporate them into your investment plan, I'm pretty confident that it should be able to help you or at least provide you with further insight. So to recap, lesson number one, do not operate on emotions. Emotions will tell you to buy when stock is going up and they'll tell you to sell when stock is going down and you need to buy high or <laughs> no, you need to buy low and sell high. Your emotions will tell you to buy high and sell low. Do not follow your emotions when it comes to investing. Lesson number two, buy when others are selling, sell when others are buying. It brings me back to what I just said. Buy low, sell high. When there's a bloodbath in the markets, that's when you should be buying from those panicking investors. When everybody is euphoric and they think everything's going to the moon and everything is fine and dandy, everybody's getting rich, everybody's happy, that's when you're gonna sell to them because they're being greedy. Lesson number three, diversify. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. You can diversify uh, through different locations, whether that means holding physical assets uh, in a safe, in a safety deposit box, uh, real estate in different locations, uh, burying gold in the dirt, whatever. Uh, and not diversifying is not investing in 20 different stocks and calling yourself diversified. 
Being diversified is investing amongst a broad range of asset classes, bonds, cash, crypto, precious metals, stocks, real estate, fine art, collectibles. You get the point. Lesson number four, actually do your research. Rick Rule says one hour of research per stock that you own every single month. Are you willing to do that? If not, it might be in your better interest to invest in ETFs, an exchange-traded fund, or index funds, where it's a wide basket of stocks, and it's giving you further diversification by investing in a group of 30, 40, 50 different stocks instead of putting all your eggs in one stock that you think might go to the moon. So do your research. It is not research if you're just listening to some dude on the internet saying that this stock is going to the moon. That is, does not qualify as research. You need to know the balance sheet. You need to know the, the cash flow. You need to know about the management. How much cash do they have? Uh, what are their debts? What, are, what, are their, what do their assets look like? What's their actual plan? How, how are they going to uh, get to this next level of development? Lesson number five, time in the market will always be better than timing the market. Warren Buffett cannot time the market, so you probably can't either. I can't time the market. I've never met anybody that can time the market. If you know someone that can time the market, reach out to me. I would love to have them on the podcast. If you can time the market on a regular basis, then you could pretty much become a billionaire in a year, which we don't usually see. So time in the market. You want to capitalize on those long-term gains. You don't want to sit there and wait for the monster of all dips because sometimes it never comes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, recaps my five tips, the five greatest lessons I have learned from investing. And I hope it was helpful and insightful to you guys. Uh, if you have any advice, comments, questions, concerns, please reach out to me. I would love to hear it. We're on Instagram at underscore New School Project. You can email us at, at, at info at newschoolproject.com. I would love to hear your guys' input. And if you have any any type of videos that you want me to discuss, let me know. I would love to uh, get some tips and you know get an idea of what it is that you guys want. Maybe I can talk about my five favorite stocks or my five favorite cryptos or uh, the five biggest threats to our financial system or uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys can come up with something for next week's episode. And that ladies and gentlemen was Max's Monday Morning Market Mania. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share the show. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.